Are you ready to say goodbye to fear, frustration, and overwhelm when it comes to growing and scaling your business? Well, you're in the right place, my friend. Welcome to Beyond Common Business Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Watsarino. As a five-time number one international best-selling author and speaker who has been coaching and mentoring business owners and their teams for over 20 years, I created this podcast to be the weekly support group that you needed to get through the toughest days in business. On this podcast, we dive deep into the systems, strategies, truths, and secrets of what it really takes to grow a Beyond Common business. We often dive into things that no one else is talking about, those things under the surface, that when they are in alignment for you or out of alignment, we don't want that. When we get them in alignment, everything in your business and life gets easier and more profitable. So buckle up and enjoy the ride, my friend, because business is not for the faint of heart. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to Beyond Common Business Secrets. Today, we have a very special guest with us. Casey Anton is the founder of Spark Business Consulting, and she's the author of an upcoming book called Profit First for Restaurants. She specializes in helping small business owners start and maintain successful growth and financial habits using the Profit First system. Casey has been in the restaurant industry for over 20 years and has spoken at conferences nationwide. And she loves to share her message on podcasts and this stage to help business owners all around the world. Casey, thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. I love being here. Thank you for having me, Tracy. Well, welcome. And I am so excited about your upcoming book. Um, I learned about Profit First, I don't know, maybe maybe a year after the original Profit First mm-hmm. came out. And I was like, oh, mind blown because I was always searching for my profits. And I would ask accountants. I, I had a business partner at one point and I was asking the question because I was curious. So it caused friction. People thought I was questioning their ability or mm-hmm. that. And it was such a frustrating fact for me in the first 10 years of business, because I'm like, this makes no sense to me. Why am I getting the leftover scraps? I don't understand this. Yeah. So um, yeah, reading profit first was so enlightening. We talk about it all the time on beyond common business secrets. So how did you get started on your journey with profit first? Yeah. So it actually, this story is also in my upcoming book as how I got started because it really changed absolutely everything for me personally and professionally. Of course, I only, you know, started for my business. I read it actually probably about six or seven years ago, I think, um, had been recommended to me a few times from clients here and there, you know, I'll get to it. So it turns out I was on my honeymoon in July, um, you know, Gunquit, Maine. And I'm like, I'm going to crack open this book. Oh, I might as well read this thing. It was a beautiful day. And I'm not even kidding, Tracy. I was maybe one chapter in, maybe start a second chapter. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like I, and, and I love books. And I read a ton of books. And I love them. None grabbed a hold of me like this one did. And here's why. Because at this point... In my career, I was out of restaurants. I sold my last restaurant in 2008. 
So I was done. I had started my consulting firm, Spark Business Consulting. And so, I, so that's what I'd been doing for about, what, seven, eight years at this point. I had been doing that. And I, so I had, you know, about 60, 70 clients. And I love my clients. And they were all different industries. And I just couldn't get them always to listen to me about how they were running their business. And I couldn't get them to listen to me about being profitable. So when I read the first chapters of this book, I said, this is it because not only will they listen, I can show them. I remember jumping off my chaise lounge chair. I go running back into our hotel room. I pick up the phone because I, you know, like I said, it was my honeymoon. I think it was like a Tuesday and I call up the profit first headquarters. <laughs> and because this was early on in the profit first world, I got Ron Saharian. So he's the co-founder of profit first professionals on the phone okay, with me. He no longer answers the phone. So I got lucky. <laughs> We had this call. I said, yeah, I'm in. I'm Matt. He's like, oh, we have this thing, mastery. Yep. Sign me up, man, because this is it. And the rest, as they say, is history. I learned how to do it. I implemented it in my business. So for over three months, they watched me implement it. And I'm, and it wasn't even just about profit. Profit First does so many other things for your business in terms of elevating it that it's just been a home run. And that's what I focus on these days. Uh, and that is that what inspired you to write that your upcoming book? Well, yeah, because not only have I just been all about profit first, you know, for my business and my personal life, transformative easily. I mean, that's not even the right word. If, if there's a word beyond transformative, that would be the word. But then now um, ever- beyond transformative, yeah, we literally said the word. We that's what we call it around here is beyond transformative because we were that's always it. looking. <laughs> so you said it. I love that's it. it. Beyond transformative. Since I read it, became certified. Now as I have clients coming in, the ones that, you know, can give up a little control and really listen. So we had about 60 clients um, also doing it. Every one of them transformed except for one. And I tell the story in my book because, and here's why. Here's, I mean, I probably, I don't know if I should tell the story, but here's why. The only time Profit First doesn't work is when the business model is broken. But the genius of one of the geniuses of Profit First is it will bubble up to the surface immediately. Hey, this business ain't working. And wouldn't you want to know that as soon as possible before you keep slamming more money, more debt into a business that's just not going to work anyway? So that's the only time it didn't work, but it actually did work because it said to this, and it was a, it was a restaurant and it said to them, Hey, you're, you're never climbing out of this hole your business model can't ever be profitable. Stop. Let's stop the bleeding now and go do something that you love. And that's what we did. And that person to this day thanks me for that. But every other every other client, the 15 other clients, man, absolutely transformative. Um, now they're grown exponentially. It's just, it's, I know, I sound like I'm really drunk in the Kool-Aid, right? No, it's, just that, really, it's just that great. I really love what you're saying because it is true. It works no matter what it works to show you what's rising to the surface Mm -hmm. and what you need to work on. I have had so many clients that started implementing profit first and they're like, "Uh, I I can't, I don't have enough money in my, um, in my operating expense account. And I was like, okay, but you don't, you, this is what you need to operate. So when you start forcing people to look at that and you're like, oh, that's the only way to get out of the, you know, the money sucking monster. <laughs> yep. And the only way to fix the business model. Yeah. And so I love that. Time. And it also, one of the things that highlighted um, 
that I found really, really interesting when I first implemented it in my salon and when um, my, I, I've always been coaching people, but in the beginning, it was like some salons and some other creative businesses. What was coming up was people were trying to implement sort of the, the E-myth model, you know, the, mm-hmm. of yep. like, you're going to work on your business instead of in it. And that's amazing. I mean, I read that book before I opened my first business that had employees. Like when I was a solopreneur for many years, that wasn't on my radar. But before I opened up and started having actual employees that were not 1099, the emit was like, oh, it was like yeah. the profit first at oh, that yeah. time. So yep. this is like 20 years ago or more. I yeah, have me too. Yep. And I always was chasing that idea of how do we get this to be where I can spend more time working on it than in it? Like, how do I get my team to outproduce me? Basically. Absolutely. Um, well, what kept happening is every time you grow a high producer, then they would want to take your business. So it just was like a cycle. So what Profit First did was allow me personally, and then this was something that I ended up teaching often, to see how you have to grow that sales piece beyond what you think before you can actually earn the right to work in it. Well said. You know, it's like the, otherwise you're, I'm, I'm sorry, I said, to work on it, right? Instead mm-hmm. of in it. Like that is the thing, the golden thread, right? And so that, I, that was just then always my biggest takeaway. And the first thing I look at when somebody is like, you know, I'm working so hard, I should be, I should have more profits. I should be more successful. Yeah, no, you're a hundred percent right. I completely agree with that. And the E-Myth is something I read probably 20 years ago as well. And that reframe was fantastic and very, and very much is what I needed at the time. Luckily, I think for myself is I already had a mind for numbers at the time. Um, when I had my restaurants, as I talk about in the book, it, I had, it was the best of times and the worst of times. In the last few years, and especially after September 11th, um, everything kind of changed. And I really had to learn how to stretch every single dollar and how to follow it from the moment it came into our restaurant to how it left. I mean, so I got really good at numbers. So that was kind of my skill set that I took into my my consulting business after I got out of uh, the restaurant industry. So that, you know, just having the numbers or so having the emith philosophy, but also understanding the numbers allowed me to do exactly what you said was, okay, if I want to take myself out of the business, but still have my business run, what does that need to look like for me? Who do I have to pay? Where does that money come from? How do I need to bring that in? So I kind of knew what the model needed to look like. I was lucky because I know most people do not. I mean, we have well over 200 clients now. I have a team of 13 uh, fantastic people that work for me. So we we can service these clients, but it's always the same no matter what industry. And we work with about seven different industries at the moment. It's the same. The model is just as simple as the same. You know, you kind of have to understand what you need to bring in in versus what needs to pay out to make that engine run and always be profitable, always be profitable. Oh, otherwise it's not worth it. Right. Exactly. Oh, I love that. It's so true because I, I look back at just different decisions. I'm like, oh, would have done that different. So learn. and one of the, one of the things, and this is true, I think in every industry, I, oh, the person that makes me laugh every time I think of this, I, so I always think of him as Keith Cuttingham, things and stuff. It's all things and stuff in business. And I love that simple analogy Mm because I think people overcomplicate it. And so 
we discovered the number one discovery for us when we implemented it is we had $25,000, $25,000 could have won on a great Hawaii vacation with those profits. Mm -hmm. Always think of that in like old inventory, old stuff that was just not even calculated. Like it just kept getting added on because, you know, you train people to do inventory properly, but like little things fall through the cracks. The new thing happens. It doesn't take off. And that was mind blowing because it didn't look like it. Like it didn't look cluttered. It didn't look messy. So that is, I'm sure that happens often in many different industries, but that is another thing. It's like literally your profits are literally like, you might as well have drove down the road and thrown the money out the window because it was sitting there anyway. Oh my God. It's just so funny. Two things that you've said already are things that I say all the time and we just met. So that's kind of weird, right? (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So you talk about things and stuff. Yeah. So in the restaurant business and the opening story of my book is hearts and lungs, which is meaning just like, this isn't hearts and lungs people. It's dinner. Like it was something that a waiter had said. And I remember him throwing that out on a really busy Saturday night when like everybody was going and saying the chef was going to start throwing knives. Right. It's like, it's not hearts and lungs, it's dinner. And that's how I start my book. And that's kind of like what you're saying with things and stuff. It's like, let's just get back to the basics. It's simple. And like in the restaurant industry, it's just about food and hospitality and in taking care of somebody like let's start there and build on that. So, um, yeah, so we're so similar in how we think about that when people overcomplicate it and believe me, every time I see someone that wants to show me another one of these crazy cuckoo spreadsheets with a freaking 28 colors on them. I actually had a call this morning with a client. He's in the screen printer. We do, we work with a lot of screen printers. I'm like, get that spreadsheet away from me right now, Jared. Like, come on, buddy. Like, I know you love your spreadsheets, but I don't care. Like, let's get down to the numbers. Let's look at what's in your account. Let's look at what happened last month. Like, that's the reality. That's what keeps you honest. That's what I love about Proverbs first. It keeps you honest versus yeah. a bunch of spreadsheets, which may or may not be manipulated. Who knows? Like not even consciously, but right. they can tell you the story that you want them to tell you. And that's not reality. So let's stick right. with reality. The Accounting, profit first, keeps you honest, keeps it real, keeps it simple. And let's build a business and make some money. Oh, I love it. So (laughs) tell me how you first just got involved in business in general. Like what brought you in? Because you're so passionate about it. And just like you said, like we obviously say a lot of things and and think really similar, uh, which I love meeting new people, right? That you're like, oh, I feel like I've known you forever. So tell me like what, like what got you involved in your business in the first place? Well, for restaurants, I mean, I think it was just being around hospitality and I tell the story and it's, you know, when I was 10 years old, I used to recreate these restaurant nights at home, you know, with my parents and my brothers, but I, you know, I made them go away. So I used to make these like three, this is when I was like 10, 10 years old. I'd make these like little three course dinners. Honestly, it was no chef. Right. So, but I would like find a recipe in a magazine for stuffed mushroom caps. Let's say when my parents come home for dinner, I would set the dining room that was only used on holidays, but I would set it up. And then I'd give them that. And then I would do these um, barber chicken Kievs that would literally throw in the oven for 20 minutes. You couldn't be eating these as some rice aroni. And I would give them that. And then I'd make like, brownies. And I love doing that. I love serving them. I love using the nice plateware and pouring that. At 10, like, I just love this stuff. So I just wanted to be part of that at all times. I wanted to be around joy from celebration. Like, that's what I loved. That was my passion. My parents were like, no way. Like, restaurant industry is too hard. It's struggling, like, no, no, no. So, you know, I didn't go to college for that. 
I went to college for communications and business degree at URI. So I did that. What did I do the minute I graduated? I got a job at the Chart House, which at the time, Chart House was a, a high-end steakhouse chain, but they had the number one management training program in the country. It was called Champ. So I applied, I got involved, and then I did that. They moved me to Boston. Um, so that's how I ended up in Boston. Where, where did you start? What city I, were well, you? I'm from Connecticut, but I, I went to school at University of Rhode Island. So not okay. too far. But okay, so I, you're close. Yeah, yeah so clo- everything was pretty close, but they moved me to Boston. I didn't know anyone in the city. And you work um, through this management program in every single position. You start literally at prep cook, dishwasher. You learn to butcher meat filet fish and then you you just work in every position and it was just you know 100 hours a week a half a day off but I just loved it and then from there I learned more about restaurants and eventually you know owning my own so I did that it was over 20 years of my life um full time like you are you live and breathe that industry right so Absolutely. you know as some people do I got married in my 30s I had my first son there's no way I could come like the restaurant industry can't compete with me having a child. Like I couldn't, there's no way for me. I didn't have it in me to do both. I just couldn't. Some people could, and God bless them if they can. I couldn't. I either could be a mother to my son or I could be a restaurant owner. So I sold the restaurants. I thought I'd be a stay-at-home mom, lasted literally four seconds. I just was not somebody who could stay home. But I'm like, well, what can I do that would bridge the gap? And I just had all this knowledge of, of restaurants from being in them and working in every position and all different types. So that's when I started Spark Business Consulting, where I just helped other restaurants get started, or if they were suffering, I'd come in and kind of look at their business model and where the money was going, I would help that. And then from there, I'd be like, oh, my boyfriend's a general contractor, can you help him? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I guess two plus two equals four anywhere you go. So I helped him, interior designers, spas, salons, law firms, and from there, I just kept growing. Because what I find is so many entrepreneurs are so great at what they do, what they make, what they sell, whatever it is, but knowing the numbers, mm -mm. they, they put their head in the sand. Everybody does until you, until you can't anymore, until that's dangerous. So that's, you know, so that's kind of where I come in as I take their head gently out of the sand. I'm like, listen, here's what's happening in your business. Here's how we can fix it. Or here's how we should close it, which I hate that part, but honestly, it's doing them a favor. That's pretty rare though. Mostly it's like, I can fix this for you. Here's how we're going to do it. And I hold their hand and I get them there. And I love that. Like that to me is hospitality in its own way. I'm truly helping somebody create the business of their dreams. And that's what I want to be doing. Oh, I love that. That is, that is truly it, right? It's like, you're taking hospitality to that next level. So beautiful. So tell us how people can um, learn more and, 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 read the book and get in touch with you, all those good things. Oh, I'd love that. You and I could talk all day. I know we could. I'm like, I'm just getting started, but I know we have our time. So the best way, um, you can go to caseyanton.com and that's spelled K with a K. So it's K-A-S-E-Y-A-N-T-O-N.com. And from there, you can pre-order the book. It comes out on June 27th, but it's available for pre-order right now. And then um, my business is Spark, S-P-A-R-K, like Spark Plug. So it's sparkbusinessconsulting.com, where you can see about all the different services and industries and the clients we work with and all the fun that happens there. So those are the two ways. And you can reach me through either of those websites. I love talking to people. I love learning about businesses. I love learning about startups. Just, just, just reach out to me. I love it. Casey, thank you so, so much, Casey, for being here. We really, really um, appreciate you. And you just have such a wealth of knowledge. Um, I love your approach and your thought process to Profit First. So I cannot wait to dive in and read your book. 
So um, thanks for being here and we'll have to have you back. Like, we'll just have to have you come back because like I said, we could talk all day. Yep. Anytime. I love it. So all of those links will be below in the show notes. So you guys can check out everything that Casey has shared with you today. Thank you so much for being here and we will see you on the next one. Keep being beyond common so that you can lead your most amazing life. Congratulations on making the smart decision to tune in to Beyond Common Business Secrets podcast. We are dedicated to empowering female business owners just like you to thrive and achieve Beyond Common results. We've provided valuable insights, practical strategies, and inspiring stories to help you grow and scale your business to new heights. Now it's time for you to take inspired action. Don't just passively listen, implement what you've learned and unleash your full potential. Whether it's optimizing your marketing, honing your leadership skills, expanding your network, or reaching out to join one of our strategic business growth programs. Join our thriving community of ambitious, supportive women entrepreneurs by visiting and joining our Beyond Common Business Secrets Facebook group to gain access to exclusive resources, connect with like-minded individuals, and unlock endless opportunities for your growth. Or feel free to go to our website, tracywattserino.com. Remember, beyond common growth is within your reach. Together, we move into truly thriving. Keep striving, keep growing, and keep conquering. Stay beyond amazing, and I'll see you on the next one.